another episode of two friends fighting i am robbie and i'm jackson and today we are we were inspired by a conversation we had we had earlier today about um our favorite ufc fighters actually your mom told us actually that this would be a good, a good topic to, co- to cover yeah so we're going to we, uh well we've had a, a couple of requests right so what we've noticed is that people have really been liking our our mma and ufc centri- centered um topics content. or content so what we're going to be doing today is we're going to be actually comparing our top five greatest UFC fighters of all time. Yeah. So we're going to start with our like fifth pick. Mm-hmm. So I guess I'll go first. We're going to go in reverse order. We're going to start at number five and we're going to work our way up to number one. We actually haven't told each other what our, our top five is yeah. yet. So so we're not sure if we picked the same people for any of the spots or maybe like my number five is his number three. We're not sure. Yeah. I'll go first. I'll go five. He'll go number five. We'll kind of explain why we think this we, we put this person there yeah and then we'll go one by one before we do though i just sort of like to talk about the inspiration behind why we're doing this at this particular time i think it's particularly relevant um because while well, coming off of anderson silva's supposed retirement fight last weekend hopefully his retirement fight and khabib khabib uh recently winning against justin gaethje um a little while back I think it's particularly relevant. A lot of people are talking about who is the, the number the, one. Pound yeah. Pound who's best. the goat? Who's the best of all time? Yeah. Right. A lot of people are, are, are having a lot of recency bias, right? Which mm-hmm. means that you're, you're favoring what happens most recently. So a lot of people are saying Khabib is number one. Let's see if we think so. Let's see if we, we yeah. agree. And just so we want to be clear, guys, um, these are our picks. It's not necessarily relevant to... Any, to it's, uh, not ob- it's not an objective list. Any, like, the rankings, like, you guys might have a different p- opinion. So, yeah. honestly, at the end of this video, uh, we want you... We would love if you guys can, can like, either agree with us or disagree with us. And if you disagree, like, who are your top five? We'd love to hear yeah. it. And if you guys can back it up why you like this person. Post it in the comments, too. We'd, like to, we'd love to, to hear from you guys, hear um, what you guys think your top... The, the top five yeah uh keep UFC in mind this are. this list like i said it's the it's the ufc fighters we can do a whole different topic about other combat sport athletes mm-hmm. um maybe we will at a different video if yeah. uh depending how this video does mm-hmm. but uh jackson you ready to start i'm ready okay, do you want to cool. say I'll, I'll your st- number I'll five start it off with my number five actually uh it's a uh, one of the old school guys it's the iceman chuck liddell is my number Ooh. five Chuck yeah. Liddell. Uh, I do you, not have him on my list. If you guys are unaware of like who the Iceman was, Chuck Liddell, he was like an old school UFC guy. Like as it started to get more popular and like not banned in other in certain countries, like he's one of those old school like brawler guys who yeah. became like the lightweight. Uh, no, sorry. Light heavyweight champion. Yeah. He fought guys like Tito Ortiz, Rene Gator a couple of times. Yeah. He had, he's the guy, you've probably seen his face before. He had the, the mustache the, yeah, and I the think, mohawk. I think Chuck Liddell was one of like the first guys that really crossed into like the mainstream media, right? Like, yeah. cause I know that still like even to this day, MMA and the UFC is sort of like a niche sport. It's yeah. becoming less so a niche sport. It's still relatively new in terms of other sports, but you'll still see sometimes see 
Chuck Liddell in like commercials, right? Yeah, so his, that mo- everybody knew the guy with the mohawk who looked like yeah. a he looked like a stereotypical like cage fighter, right? And he has that ex- exactly. He mm-hmm. had that stereotype. I th- I'm pretty he had, sure like, most tattoo on the side of his head, like the Chinese writing. Yeah, and I'm pretty right? sure most like uh, MMA like cartoon commercials, like the guy who was like that tough guy was loosely based on Chuck Liddell yeah. with the mohawk. Yeah, yeah. He, he came that, in with this like, nasty style. Like I mentioned in in, in one of our past uh, episodes, that. Uh, I actually saw him fight for the first, like the, my very first fight was actually him before even I watched Anderson Silva. It was uh, Chuck Liddell versus um, Randy Couture. Mm-hmm. They had yeah. some great fights. His knockout of Tito, of Tito Ortiz when he became champion, like he, his flurry of punches mm-hmm. and he has that famous pose of when he wins, he like screams with arms outstretched. Obviously he's a bit chunkier now, but yeah. he, he was actually in an episode of Hawaii Five O a while ago. Oh, yeah. uh, like the main he, character, he was, he didn't have any lines, but he okay. was like, he was like the, he was a fighter. He played a fighter and the, yeah. the main character fought him and, 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 and lost. I think I've seen him like on, on some cameos and some TV shows. He, he does not have the greatest acting ability. No. But there was one. Yeah, of, there I mean, was, you don't really expect him to have, have good acting ability, right? No, you don't have to. But there was a commercial where he's promoting like this car battery. Mm. He's like, he knees a rhino and th- tosses the rhino over a mountain. He goes through a bomb. Like, this yeah. is a really, he's just a really cool, marketable guy that mm-hmm. uh, I think in the era where like MMA wasn't like a full on sport, he was one of the first guys to really combine striking with his takedowns and his wrestling. Yeah. Like before him, it was specifically I'm Muay Thai, I'm wrestling, I'm jujitsu. Yeah, he's one of those guys who like, not the first guy, obviously, but he was one of those guys who like made that like mixed martial arts style popular. So that's my uh, number five. Well, at the same time, like he didn't really do a whole lot of wrestling though. It was more like defensive wrestling. He wasn't. He have you ever seen him like shoot any takedowns? Like Chuck no, Liddell wasn't shooting I, any takedowns. Absolutely not. But like he's he like on a podcast. And he he throws some kicks, but he didn't really like. He wasn't like a traditional Muay Thai guy. He wasn't. No, his his background was in like actually in like karate, like these weird like these weird yeah. old school gyms before like MMA popular gyms like the nice ones you see now. Yeah, he would train out of someone's backyard and this grungy place like old school like Rocky style like chasing a chicken and all that stuff like that's yeah and, how he, and he was throwing a lot of like haymakers too right like a lot of his strikes were just like wild like bomb punch a hundred percent like throwing he, bombs his right? style probably wouldn't wouldn't work now against the current guys but no like way. at the time like he was one of the, like the most entertaining guys to watch and Absolutely, he really yeah. took oh, the yeah. sport to like he, he he's one of the I, I would say put him as one of like the the pioneers to the current generation yeah and I, I don't have him on my top five greatest of all time, and I'll tell you why. He didn't have enough title defenses. Like, he, yeah, he, he got up to the top, the light heavyweight division, and the problem is, is that he just kept getting knocked out, right? He got knocked out by Rampage. He got knocked out by Rashad Evans. He got knocked out by... Rich Franklin. Yeah, Rich Franklin towards the end there. He got knocked out by that... Remember the bald guy? Keith Jardine knocked him out. Oh, yeah. Keith Jardine knocked him out. Uh, I think there was even like one or two more like in, in a row, like six. I think he got knocked out like six times in a row. Which is why he didn't like... as uh, That was the end of his career, which is why he, like, he didn't have the longest one. Mm-hmm. But like at the same time, he inspired a lot of people to get into it because For of sure. his like crazy style, which is why it was marketable. And again, not, I'm not going based on the, based on like... His record, because obviously his record isn't the best, which is why he's mm. number five. I'm going based on what he like did for the sport. So I think that's definitely important, right? Like we have to talk about what what are the criteria of naming like the top five greatest of all time UFC fighters. Oh yeah. Right. So, so some people would strictly base this off your record. 
Like who has the best record here? But then again, the record's sort of hard to evaluate, right? Because one win is not equivalent to a different win. Absolutely. And his record is, he only had like a, a like, like Chuck Liddell, sorry. He only had like, he had less than 20 wins. He had like, like or at least he had like 13. more than 20. Yeah, no, sorry. He had 13 TKOs. I remember that. Yeah, okay. Uh, maybe more than that, which in Heinz, in nowadays isn't that much. Guys are fighting a lot more. I just think the reason I put him there and the reason why I have a lot of my picks is because, yes, they had good records and they were at one point uh, champions. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were all, they, their fame transcended the UFC. Right? Okay. You, you, you really don't you really don't see. So this is sort of almost like more like a like a Mount Rushmore for you. Is this sort of like more legendary fighters that you're picking, or is it? Are you, are you basing your list at all around like what they actually accomplished, their record, how many championship uh, defenses they made, or less less uh, of that, more like obviously everyone I had at, was at one point a champion. They did really well in the sport, but the guys that you know outside like you couldn't be like mm. not a ufc fan but know who this person is okay okay yeah and yeah, then maybe- I, didn't, I did not base my list i didn't really take into consideration like the popularity so for me like you're gonna see in my list i don't have guys like conor mcgregor on my list oh really um he just might be on mine. <laughs> just because when we're talking about like the greatest of all time like i i think a lot of the time we're talking about like what have you actually accomplished Right, and I think that the record definitely has to speak for itself. So let, let me maybe tell you who my number five is, so Go you can get it. an idea. I have the former flyweight champion, Mighty Mouse Demetrius Johnson. Legendary guy did not get enough credit for what he was doing. Didn't get enough credit, right? So Demetrius Johnson, he actually broke Anderson Silva's title defense record. I think he did. He either tied it or he broke it. Um, but yeah, like, like we mentioned a really underrated guy, right? He had, he was just so dominant, right? And people were wondering who's going to be the next challenger for this guy. He beat everyone in the division, right? Until he ran into, uh, Henry Cejudo the second time, the first time he knocked him out with a knee to the body. Yeah. The second time, um, went to decision. It was a very close decision. And then the UFC sort of parted ways with him so that we never got a round three. Yeah. He never got the credit he was due because despite winning in dominant fashion, he, won, he at one point had a guy upside and picked him up and got him an armbar on the way down, which yeah. is probably one of the best things I've seen. Yeah. But flyweight, for you guys who don't know, is a 125, so they're smaller guys. Demetrius, jo- Demetrius Johnson is 5'3". Yeah. Right? The sm- like, I think what it is is that casual viewers, like a casual fan who just sort of wants to... They like watching the UFC to, to see a spectacle, right? And even to some degree, I'm, I'm that guy as well, right? I like to see entertaining things. I like to see like George Masvidal flying knee knockout Ben Askren, right? I like to see, uh, I like to see that, that, that uh, take down to the armbar that, that Demetrius Johnson did. It's like a suplex. It's so crazy. The only, the only issue with Demetrius Johnson is that, like, like we mentioned, he weighed in at 125 pounds. The guy is like 5'3". So I think a lot of people... The, the casual viewer, they're, they're probably even thinking, oh, I could take that guy. He's like, what? He's like five feet tall. I could probably beat him yeah. up. Also, the fact that like he wasn't really a, a talker. He showed up, exactly. made weight yeah. every time, and kicked ass, but he didn't... Very respectful guy. Yeah. yeah. There wasn't really... I guess he didn't really have that like star power to sell fights, which is too bad because I really feel like... I agree. He probably is one of the greatest... He, is one of the greatest of all time, mm-hmm. which is why he didn't make my list. Oh, be- he didn't make your list. No, just why he didn't make my list because like 
the casual the casual person wouldn't know who that person yeah, that's is fair. unfortunately so different criteria right make up a different list yeah we did that that's fair in terms of if you're going specifically by by record and like defenses uh he'd be probably like two or three on my list 100 oh okay so uh, let's let's maybe move on to number four. Yeah, we don't want to waste too much time on every single guy. But yeah. uh, okay, so my number four. There's not a lot four, to talk about Demetrius Johnson. Unfortunately, <laughs> which is why I didn't make my list, unfortunately. We're underrating right? him too. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he honestly, phenomenal guy. You should yeah. see his striking. Everything is, he does is good. Super athletic too. Yeah, um, very athletic. So my number four guy is Anderson Silva. Ooh. He only made number four. That low, eh? But uh, just, the, I'll, I'll tell you why as we go through, through the list, but like, he is specifically like the way he inspired everybody. Mm-hmm. Like current, like I guarantee you, you you're hard pressed to find a, a current UFC fighter who wasn't in some way inspired by Silva. Yeah. Um, the way he went between 185 and 205 and he was named the spider for, because he was like Spider-Man. Yeah. Well, he would, first of all, he would start every fight in that I think Spider-Man that was position. Like, that was like, some of the coolest stuff, right? When he when he actually went up to 205, that's when he had almost like his best performances, right? He maybe should have stayed there. But against Forrest Griffin, Stephen against Bonner. Stephen Bonner, and then the James, uh, the Sandman Irvin too. He went yep. up to 205. Yep. Destroyed all three of those Destroyed guys. Destroyed those guys for mm-hmm. sure. Because he would like dodge all their punches and that's why he got famous. Like he's, like he was like the Muhammad Ali of, of yeah. MMA because like you couldn't touch the guy. Yeah. And uh, he was a bit older than some of these guys, but he would just, he'd make fun of them. He'd mess around. Obviously it ended up being mm-hmm. his downfall when he fought Weidman, but like yeah. he spent, I think 2,400 something days as champion. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like span of like eight years. So what uh, do you, incredible. what do you think that, what do you think the issue was uh, when he ran into Weidman the first time? Do you think that he was just he just stuck around too long? Do you no, think Weidman th- was just that good? What do you think that? I think he could have won for sure. I think the only thing he was fooling around too much. I think he was fooling around too much. The only thing Weidman brought to that fight that people other people didn't bring, part of my language was a, a, a set of balls. Yeah. Most fight most fighters were like threw punches at Anazilla but didn't put their weight into it. He they didn't go forward because if in reality Silva is one of his some of his best dodges. He's like he's just leaning back. He's very off balance, mm-hmm. but no one came forward. What did Weidman do? They didn't follow up, right? They didn't, his they opponents didn't follow never up. followed what up. What did yeah. Weidman do? He took a small step forward, land the left hook to the jaw, and put yeah. Silva down. Yep. So, like, if I think if Silva maybe maybe he, his head got a little too big, maybe not. And then the second fight, he came in and he didn't look himself, right? He, he looked timid. He looked like he was almost carrying in the baggage of getting knocked out the first time by Weidman, right? Probably, yeah. And then, unfortunately, he broke his leg, and no one, no one was the same after that one. And then the rest is history, right? And then he, and yeah. the, he ends his career by losing uh, to Uriah Hall with his glass jaw. Which is one of his... Off of one of his most famous knockouts, too. Yeah. Unfortunately, you can watch our uh, previous video on um, the breakdown between Hall and Silva, which happened um, this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, that's my number four guy. Again, he's been a super inspiration to almost everybody. So his I might striking as well, was phenomenal. I might as well tell you right now, since I have him on my list, he's at he's at my number three. I have him at number three. Okay, so who's number, who's number four? So number four for me, I have... Khabib Nurmagomedov. And number four. Number four. I really thought he was going to be higher on your list than that. Yeah. So let's get into this because a lot of people have been ranking him as like the number one greatest of all time fighter. Okay. Okay. I think, so I've actually heard John Jones and John Jones is making his case for why Khabib should not be ranked over him. And I sort of, I sort of listened to John Jones's argument and he's got a great argument. So John Jones's argument is 
John Jones, the late, the former light heavyweight champion, because he gave up his title, but he has the most title wins in UFC history. Okay, right? that, that, that's fair. Khabib has only fought for the title. He's made he 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 won the title from uh, Al Iaquinta. Okay, mm-hmm. then he only made three title defenses. So that's, I mean, when you're comparing, like, I I, I get okay. So I I, I want to say as well, he's still on my list. Khabib's on my list, mm-hmm. right? I think that's even good enough to be on the list. He did retire. 29 and 0, he might come back for one more fight. We'll see. But I think that that final three fight streak of beating Connor, beating Dustin Poirier, and beating Justin Gaethje, I think that's one of the best three fight streaks in UFC history. Mm-hmm. So that alone puts him on my list and being 29 and 0. But is a three fight streak like does that weigh more than a, like a career of longevity? I think John Jones has had more longevity. I don't think that you can, that you can attribute more to such a small amount of wins than you can for being dominant over a long period of time. Because if Khabib comes back, and who's to say that he couldn't, and makes maybe five or six more title defenses, okay, then we have a different discussion, right? Because then we have dominance over a long period of time but Khabib just hasn't fought enough top guys that's my issue I think like the way that the UFC ranks their guys in top 10 is basically on their record and their fighting style and which makes sense I think that's the way you're ranking them too which makes a lot which makes a lot of sense and and their record mm-hmm. I'm ranking the minor guys like we said a little bit a little bit differently but uh I I, I agree John Jones had a longer record and he beat some of the best guys mm-hmm. um there's even like there's some um what's the word we're looking for there's some discrepancies in john jones's yeah time like now he has a great record he has great highlight reel phenomenal fighter in his prime was a lot more marketable than he is now due to like these uh blemishes complications on, complications yeah. on his record mm-hmm. but uh, i i agree if like if khabib came back and like went on a, a tear which i believe he could he's yeah retiring for family reasons then but, yeah but I, I think that's but i think that's you you have to consider that right i think Yes, like right now, do I think that Khabib is the pound for pound for pound best right now? I think that he is pound for pound the best right now. He's the most dominant guy at his weight class right now. Oh, yeah. But he has to do that more. He ha- we have to see more of him for me to put him as my number one greatest of all time. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Uh, I think he's put. A, I think he, to I, even be on on the list, he actually surpassed Demetrius Johnson, who has the most consecutive title defenses in a row. He, I, I'm putting him higher than Demetrius Johnson, which shows like I'm just putting three guys above him. Yeah. So that's still like a, he has a, the potential, a great amount. He of has the potential to be like number one on both of our lists for sure. Yeah. If he'd had fought, had fought more, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, so that was your number four. Okay. Yep. So we'll go to my number, uh, three? number three. Number three is actually Conor McGregor. Ooh, okay. But, uh, again, I um, was considering Conor McGregor, but I like to hear why you put him on the list. Well. I put him on the list because obviously I, I dare you to find someone in the youth mixed martial arts sport who's more famous than Conor McGregor in today's day, day and age. No doubt about it. Right. And again, Ever. and and exactly, he's the most is the most famous like he's is he the most famous combat sports athlete of all time? 
That might be a different discussion. But. Yeah, I mean, you, you're got, you got to take into account Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson yeah. for that one as well. I mean, my, and Sugar Ray Robinson. And Floyd else. Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather, exactly. But he's definitely the most famous UFC athlete. Of I all absolutely know that about that, and which is why he made number three on, uh, on my list. Not, to top it off, he's a phenomenal fighter. He, like, he backs up his, his stuff because his career wouldn't have gone that way if he talked all that stuff and then lost. Yeah. Um, and, and in terms of like fighters who got paid mm-hmm. like he could be number one on this list 100 percent. yeah absolutely but, and like and that and that goes to show you like, pe- people who don't watch ufc know exactly who connor is because of all like the hype that he built around himself the way he dressed yeah the way he carried himself and the way he was like still sometimes humble in both victory and defeat even after all that yeah um he built an amazing fan base for himself and honestly got himself more paid than anyone in the ufc ever has to this day for sure and and like, like i said exactly he I would put him on the level of like Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali in terms of like fame because there are kids nowadays who have been alive like not as long as he's even been fighting who know who he is. There are yeah. kids who are like five years old who know who Muhammad Ali is, right? Like that's the kind that's of fame true. he's built for himself. It's a fame that trans- transcends his time, right? Absolutely. And on top of that, he has... He dethroned Aldo after 10 years of, not, of, yeah. of, of being undefeated. That's a huge win. Uh, he avenged the losses he, that he's he he got um except for khabib obviously which is why yeah uh, khabib's on my list as well yeah. i won't tell you where but um <laughs> <laughs> not, not yet at least right like he and he fought he the suspense he, is killing he, he literally <laughs> took floyd mayweather out of retirement because of all the hype he built around himself right yeah that's crazy and, tra- and turns in a new sport right and again and again to add to my previous point got freaking paid yeah right like again if if this list was about fighters who got paid conor mcgregor would, would be on the top of both of our lists yeah. without a doubt yeah yeah and like hard press you to find anybody in our friend group who doesn't watch you see like we do but they know who conor mcgregor is everybody does everyone right? knows everybody does yeah and would, yeah. and and i think he did a lot for the sport in that sense as well because i was like oh who is this who is this guy and then maybe he made people fans of the ufc who weren't fans of the ufc before yeah so i didn't put him on my list and uh, it's obvious why, right? We we're, we're clearly like establishing this list based off of different criteria, which I think is good because it gives you two different opinions on on how you could make a greatest of all time list, right? Absolutely. If we're talking about maybe like a Mount Rushmore, like uh, maybe s- somebody who's changed changed the MMA game uh, in, in a substantial way, I think that Conor McGregor could be one of those guys. That's he changed I, the face of, uh, of the UFC, right? That's how I like made my list, right? People who have had like an impact on the sports and that impact translated to other, other things. Mm-hmm. 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 But, uh, I also like your sport cause you actually have a, b- a better like analysis of like their records and also if you did more research on that too. So I, I like your list, list a lot actually. Yeah. So if we're getting back to my list, I've already mentioned Anderson Silva made my number three spot. So we, I guess we can move on to number two. Yep. Um, what do you got? And obviously, Anderson Silva for. I think uh, I can predict uh, yeah. where this is going and for no, your top two. Obviously, there's a reason why he picked Silva as number three, just because basically the same reason they put him at, at number four. Like his record was phenomenal. Still, like the most consecutive days as, cha- as champion. Um, probably the only guy to like come, to, like go too long and mm-hmm. lose and lose his last fight. But like the internet didn't didn't bash him. All yeah. things on Instagram these days, yeah, like yeah, how exactly. great, he, great he was. Like inspiration to both of us for sure. Mm-hmm. He, My, stay, he stuck around too long. He, he did. He did. And he went the way of Muhammad Ali. Hopefully he doesn't end up with Parkinson's. But I think science has come a little bit further than yeah. Muhammad Ali's time. Yeah. But uh, my number two is actually Khabib Nurmagomedov. 
Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. And um, it, Saw it does. That coming. It does have to do with undefeated record because no one else on my list uh, has has that. It's very hard to keep that, especially at twenty nine and zero. Mm-hmm. And thirteen of those fights were in the UFC, which means he fought the best, like some of the guys who were very high level mm-hmm. in the lightweight division. Which, for the guys who don't know, is the most uh, saturated division. It has the most fighters at one fifty five. And like you said, those last three fights were against high, very high level guys, Connor and included mm-hmm. guys that all thought oh if they do this they can they can beat khabib right but what did khabib end up doing he first of all he was a quiet guy didn't talk didn't hype himself up much didn't have to because he had the, he had that star power that made again like connor he like in a different way made everyone who wasn't a fan of the ufc know who he was and yeah. still want to watch him fight even though they don't watch ufc regularly um and to, on top of that also, I, I just like I just like what he was capable of doing in the sense that Fair. he not only took away your game plan and all things you were good at, but as he's beating the crap out of you, he's like, man, you should really give up. Yeah. Like, that doesn't happen. <laughs> I would have liked to see him fight Tony Ferguson. I would have loved to see him fight Tony Ferguson, and I think if he That's one of the back, wins that I think would, would, like, shoot him up a little bit higher on my, on my scale. He just didn't beat all of even his contemporaries like he didn't even stick around for a whole like generation of fighters yeah let let alone multiple like like uh the two guys on the top of my list these guys fought multiple generations of fighters khabib you really only saw him fight like one generation yeah and that was his generation yeah um and he didn't even clear them all out he didn't get to tony unfortunately with khabib he had struggles with with weight cuts he always made weight but he also had trouble with like injuries a lot uh maybe due to his training there's also the the issue of i mean he's a devout muslim right so he he was um uh he was uh under the practice of like ramadan at at certain certain months of the year right right, so that took him out of out of uh, the competition window, right? Like yeah. certain months out of the year, you couldn't yeah. uh, be in a fight camp. You can't be fighting during those months, right? Absolutely, which is unfortunate for his his career. But even without even with those time restrictions, he still got so famous. Um, mm-hmm. The opposite way of Connor, like mm-hmm. did not not talking any shit, um, being quiet and just mm-hmm. going in there and kicking did, ass. Did he get famous the opposite way of Connor though? Well, no, the same way as like in the same that like he beat everybody. Like Connor yeah. also beat his guys, but like but but did, but did he not only get famous because he beat Connor and when he did beat Connor, he started doing the wild stuff like jumping out of the cage, doing the eagle on all of Connor's teammates. I feel like he was famous before that before that though because that fight was so hyped. He was undefeated, beating everybody. They used his fight against Michael Johnson where he was like headed mm-hmm. against the cage, punching the face saying you should give up. This is o- this is over. You know it. I know it. Yeah. Uh, I think that win put him up there and like and therefore everyone wanted to see him fight Connor. Right? So I think he was famous, maybe not yeah. as famous. But he was already well known outside of the UFC before fighting Connor. I don't think that he was that well known. I think that the incident with the you remember when Connor threw that dolly at at the bus? Yeah. That I mean Which that made prob- it like probably a, should have put Connor down lower on my list for like getting on into into his own head. But yeah, like it definitely that was a worldwide like sensation. This guy went to to go and like basically attack Khabib inside of a bus with a dolly. Throws the dolly at the window. Yeah, messes, it hurts some people. Like, ends up like shattering the glass of the bus. Yeah, get, getting arrested. Like, yeah, the whole whole the ups and downs. But yeah, regardless, like, could be based on his record and his ability to rise to to fame okay. and and take everybody, like, basically just take down everyone's doubts. 
Yeah. Right? Like, oh, what if this guy does this? It took away all my doubts. Like, yeah. After after he beat Justin Gaethje, I was like, man, if this guy fights again, I'm not betting against yeah. him. His ability to like oppose his will on everybody, and the fact that he like got that famous that I I had friends who had never watched UFC just still asking me like. What do you think of Khabib? Mm-hmm. I'm like, you don't even watch UFC. How do you know who Khabib is? That's, yeah. that, that was his level. And I think he also had that impact on the sport as well. Yeah. Uh, especially from like, uh, the, how often do you see a Muslim guy that high up? Unfortunately. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, my number two, and you did not put him on your list, John Bones Jones. I have my issues with John Jones, but go ahead. I want to know why you didn't put him on your list. Uh, obviously, uh, honestly, he... In, in his prime, like, like he was the youngest UFC champion ever. He became the champ at 23 years old, which mm-hmm. is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Um, his reach is as long as Stefan Struve's, who is 6'11", and John yeah. Jones is 6'4". And he, he beat the previous generation, Lyoto, uh, Vitor, uh, Shogun Hua, like he, mm-hmm. uh, Rashad Evans. He Rampage. beat them all. Rampage, thank you. He beat all of them in a very decisive fashion. Then he beat the next generation, yeah, Gustafsson, Teixeira. Daniel Cormier. Santos. <laughs> he still did. He, he still won. beat Santos. And he beat... Uh, Dominic Reyes. Dominic Reyes. So, 100%. Which was even, like, more controversial, maybe? Maybe. But, uh, like, yeah, he beat, he beat Gustafson twice, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, absolutely, I agree that he has done... And your previous arguments about why Khabib shouldn't be higher than him stands true. Like, he won the title, kept it for a very, 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 very long time in a decisive manner mm-hmm. is just that, like... Basically me, never lost. Yeah, never lost. Uh, I Basically think, never I think lost. The, I think the one loss on his record was actually, like, a, a no a contact. DQ. A DQ. because, like, some illegal kick. He did the 12-6 to 6 elbow on uh, Mark, uh, Mark Hamill or Matt Hamill? Matt Hamill? Uh, I think I, Mark Hamill was uh, Luke Skywalker. Mark Hamill was Skywalker. <laughs> uh, yeah, so like that, like that, so technically he's never been beaten only by like the rules and a mistake he made. Mm-hmm. But then he continued to lose against the, the law, unfortunately. So his record against the law is very unfortunate. Um, yeah, see, I didn't factor that in, right? I'm not, I'm not fact, like, okay, John Jones is a complete and utter screw up. Like the guy has botched every opportunity he's, he's been given, right? Like the guy... When he starts off his career, he's like the, known as like, a, I think he's like a pastor's son too. I think his dad's like a pastor or uh, maybe. a priest. Maybe, I, I don't remember that. So he's sure. like known as being like this humble guy, like this nice guy. And honestly, he was. And then it goes straight to his head as soon as he beats Shogun Hua and becomes champion, right? Yeah. Then he starts crashing Lamborghinis while drunk, uh, drunk driving. Or any of or something. Then he starts uh, hitting a pregnant woman's car while he was intoxicated, then coming back to the scene, opening up his car trunk and taking money out of the trunk. Yeah. Right. Then he goes, he pops for, st- and I'm talking about all the stuff that's, that's wrong about him. Then he goes and pops for steroids against Daniel Cormier. Then he pops for steroids again. And then he has like another incident where he like pulses for steroids. Yeah. Like the guy's a complete like screw up. Right. But, but as a fighter, I agree. Like he is absolutely one of the. He's greatest basically of all time. undefeated, and he's fighting in the light heavyweight division. Light heavyweight division, the guys have more power, so I think it's riskier to fight at a higher weight because you're you have a greater chance of getting knocked out. Absolutely, right. See, uh, I, 
The only issue sense. with the only issue that I have, and I and I dock him for this, he could have been maybe number one for me. Is you can't be getting busted for steroids. Yeah, busted for steroids and other drugs. Like so, everyone I else could, on my list. You could honestly make a list without without him on it, and you, but then you'd also have to take Anderson Silva off of it because he popped for steroids too. Yeah, but not as frequently. Not as frequently, but yeah one one time is really all that matters right i just feel like and yes at the one point john jones could definitely have changed like the sport and he could have had a huge impact but i feel like based on my criteria people who will have like a longer lasting legacy mm-hmm. i feel like with all these blemishes on john jones is like pff, legal record mm-hmm. i feel like his name's kind of been taken out of that because he was ta- he took himself out of, of uh, before he experienced like his legacy he could he could cement right like yeah it wasn't old age it wasn't injuries it was it was his own misbehavior yeah and only reason why i didn't make my list is because like of all those uh reasons absolutely i think um it, in, we're talking it, about all-time greatest fighters though yeah it, it, he could probably almost undoubtedly beat everyone on my list if they were all the same size and yeah. in their primes he could probably win against everybody even khabib because he like that's when it gets like a gray area for me. Like if you, you can't just assume that they're all the same size because you might not have the same skill level. Like you won't, you won't be able to do the same things physically at different sizes. Yeah. But that's what pound for pound rank- rankings are, right? It's yeah. like, it's if these a guys made are up, same, like uh, they're all made up lists. Yeah. It's if, all these, made, if these guys were the same size, yeah. this guy would still win based on how good he is. Yeah. Proportion wise and all that right. stuff. Um, so yes, I agree. John Jones could probably beat everyone on my list, but the fact that my criteria is based on their impact in and out of the UFC, I didn't put him on my list because of like all his blemishes outside of outside and yeah. how he like really like if you look at his legacy right now, it's gonna be like yeah he was great until he got into drugs. Yeah, so that's why he's but, on my list. So it sounds like we're going the same direction for our for our number one greatest of all time. I mean, we might as well say it at the, at the same time because and number one. Mine is George St. Pierre. George St. Pierre. George St. Pierre. So I think we Are both Are we biased because we're Canadian, Robbie? Well, I, that's probably one of the reasons for me because <laughs> he's honestly one of my absolute heroes. He changed the face of Canadian combat sports. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's other reasons to it too as well because he only has two losses to Matt Hughes and Matt Sarah. Which he avenged. When he was young and he, he avenged them. He beat Matt Hughes twice actually. Um, he finished both of those guys, mm-hmm. and yes, you could make the argument that later in, in his career he wasn't as exciting, but his mentality was always the same. Like I will, will do what I have to do to win these fights, and he well, he won. stuck around for a long time. He he fought like numerous. He fought like three generations. Long of generations. He uh, basically took everyone out of their comfort zone, uh, beat them in striking, beat them in in wrestling, whatever. And again, very similar to Khabib, but almost a higher level. Mm-hmm. He got that level of fame without doing what Connor did. He was the nice Canadian guy. He was yeah. a Canadian stereotype and used that as his marketing tool to be so famous and again, got known outside of the sport. Like my high school, high school graduation, sorry, uh, prom. Yeah. Like they do like people vote for who's going to be, be this person. Like, like who's in this, one of the categories is who's, who's the next GSP. Like he uses his own thing. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, if you're a Canadian fighter making it big, you're the next GSP hopeful, right? Like yeah. he is, he's the mold. Yeah. Yeah. You're trying to be like him. I second everything that you're saying here. Like GSP was the guy, right? He's, yep. He's 
he's like almost like the golden boy, right? Yeah. Nothing ever, nothing wrong happened. And everyone has suspected he was no on steroids. steroids. No steroids. If he was, he never got caught. But I don't Nobody think Nobody really was. suspected it. I think everybody thought, man, this guy's, this guy's clean. Like he's the cleanest athlete in the I suspect he was clean, but I, I've had people talk to me like, there's no way he's clean. Like, so yeah. they're all crazy. But everybody but. in the know, like they knew that GSP, he wouldn't do something like yeah. that. Yeah. He's he, like, he, like, that's, that's the thing. Like, everyone like read into his mindset too they're like no there's no way gsp would do that he's like mentally he he would never do that yeah he wouldn't I, cheat he's the one guy who would like admits that he's scared before fights no one else yeah. does that but like that's he used that as his motivation mm -hmm. uh not only did he like retire on top at welterweight mm -hmm. years later he comes back uh at middleweight. at middleweight 15 pounds higher against bisping who was like the oh, champion was good and he won again yeah and he still won Two right. weight classes. So two division champion uh, after years of being off mm -hmm. comes back. Um, and now, now everyone wants him to fight Khabib or whatever. But let me ask you this. If John Jones comes, comes back to heavyweight and he beats whoever the champion is at the time, either Francis Ngannou or Stipe Miocic, do you put John Jones on your list? <laughs> uh, still no, just because I don't suspect that. Like, there, he, what, what does John J Jones have to do to even be on your list? He, is there a way to, for him to get on your list? He needs to go back in time and stop doing all the crimes he committed yeah. and clean up and clean up his legacy cuz like Oh, you mean like throwing a dolly into a bus and hurting everyone or punching an old man in a bar? Fair enough. Connor did his bad, share of bad things too, but I think his fame still surpassed that. He made up for those okay. cuz you still <laughs> yeah. maybe and and on, for those of you who didn't hear that uh doesn't doesn't matter if you're a crim criminal so long as you're famous right but uh, in that respect though like you that's why they call him the no notorious one exactly eh? but connor's still in the, in the media you still hear about him a lot right yeah. yes he did a lot of bad things he paid he paid his dues maybe he still has things to learn uh being that famous but you're still hearing a lot about him in like mainstream contention when's the last time you heard about john jones aside from like contending khabib's thing like he hasn't been making that many waves yeah in my opinion which is why he's on my list i guess if i had to be nice to john in terms jones of the popular waves okay yeah he's... if he if if i mean nice to john jones he would have to come back and win for a good couple of years being constantly clean constantly clean <laughs> okay. and staying out of out of prison which maybe he could do but yeah. I, I don't know he, he vacated his own title he's still his, pretty young john jones i know he's, I like, he's like 36 I think he's maybe, like, 30 maybe younger i think earlier earlier 30s than that because okay. he won he, he feels like he's older because he won the championship at such a young age at 23 yeah. years old yeah 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 which again very impressive still holds that record mm -hmm. um i think if he, if he comes back and really focuses and says a couple years out of jail and maybe bringing his kids back into it into into his life because like when i first watched him yeah. he had some kids and he was being a good father on the ufc but you don't see that anymore i think obviously all these things maybe his wife left him mm -hmm. i wouldn't blame her mm -hmm, mm -hmm. right like if he fixes his life up maybe he's earned like not, not that my respect there you me. go john jones if you're listening you yeah. know what to do now not that my respect you just me. have to come back Clean fight up. for another couple of years, win <laughs> all your fights. Let's see. You got to take up. the heavyweight championship belt. Mm. The light heavyweight championship belt back again. Donate all your money to charity. It just bugs me. Come that give Robbie so some back massages. And money. <laughs> give me your, give me your <laughs> yeah, money too. That'll do it. Eh? Yeah, that'll John do Jones it. has to bribe you. Yeah. If I get half a million dollars, she's right top of my list. 100%. <laughs> yeah. That's, yeah, that's the easiest way. Now, not that my respect means anything to someone like John, like John Jones, but that's just, that's my, that's my list. Yeah. That's my list. That's fair. And there, that's both of our lists, right? We, we counted yeah. down our personal top five greatest of all time yeah. UFC fighters. GSP for the win, baby. GSP for the win. Uh, 
let's get to one more segment just because we're we're running long on time i want to start a new segment yep okay so we're gonna actually end today with this segment we're calling place your bets we're not ending with it we're still gonna do our last segment but this is like the middle thing okay so we we want to do yeah okay so we're we're gonna do place your bets we're calling it place your bets because we're gonna have a topic and in this topic you're gonna either pick a or b Mm -hmm. okay so for the first place your bets is very relevant for what we're talking about today we are talking about george st pierre or anderson silva in their primes yes okay george st pierre versus anderson silva who do you pick okay so first we have to start off by saying what weight class are they weighing in at well i would say probably like 185 because they both fought okay Oh, we want to say, okay, we want to go middleweight. Okay. But George St. Pierre, not, he wasn't in his prime when he was fighting at 185. That's true, but he probably, could have, he probably could have been. Okay. So we want to say 185. I was thinking maybe like meet in the middle between 170 and 185. There's, uh, maybe like, that'd be like 177, give or take. Yeah. 177. I'm saying a catch weight in the middle, just to make it even, right? Okay, fair enough. Yep, sure. Okay. So let's go catch weight right down the middle, in between welterweight and middleweight. George St. Pierre versus Anderson Silva. Place your bets, Robbie. Who you got? Well, I mean, based on my on my list, uh, and this is maybe biased, but I also do think that GSP would pu- would pull it out. Uh, okay. Now, striking, I give it to, I give it to Silva, but the reason GSP was so good was because he nullified what his opponent was good at. Okay. I do believe and we've seen Silva struggle with wrestling. Well, especially against Chael Sonnen. Against Chael Sonnen. Uh, juiced up Chael Sonnen. He still, when, he still won. When Anderson had a, a had an injured rib, too. Yep. He still won, which is great. That's why he's like on, on my list as well. But I think a really good GSP, whose striking is still really good. Still really good striker. Yes, mm-hmm. he's a bit shorter. But he's really good at like dodging kicks and taking his opponents down and keeping them there. And now, G- now Silva's dangerous off his back, but GSP is dangerous on top of anybody. Okay. His ground and pound was too good. Yeah. I think he would have been able to pull out the win, probably by decision. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't see uh, GSP finishing Silva. No, not in the prime. I mean, well, not in their prime. Maybe now. No. <laughs> now, well, I mean, GSP's out of his prime too, right? Yeah. But maybe now with with uh, Silva yeah. having such a glass draw. Yeah. Maybe by submission though. I, I can I can see GSP winning by submission. I gotta Silva. I gotta I gotta pick option B here. I gotta go Anderson Silva. It seems like all of our picks, we keep choosing the, the opposite guy. And I promise you guys, we're not doing this just for some sort of like special effect. Like we're actually like picking opposite people, right? Well, well we, you, we both picked uh, Tiago Santos. Uh, for uh, this this weekend, for sure. Yeah. But if you look at our builds, actually, I, I am, well, I'm not built like, no one's built like GSP, mm-hmm. but like in terms of like our, our he's taller than, he's, <laughs> yeah. he's taller oh, than that's me. That's what you're saying. Jackson's <laughs> taller than me. He's built like Sylvie. He's got those long arms. I'm a bit shorter than he is. I'm taller than GSP, but I'm, and proportionately, like that would be like that. That'd be the fight between like the two. The two of us would be mm. GSP versus Silva. Uh, they're I, a lot better than us, but obviously. So yeah, obviously. I want to. I want to get into. So I, I'm picking Silva. I think there's a couple factors there. So number one, the size. The size is obviously going to have it have a factor. Silva was was very strong at his weight class of 185. Like mm-hmm. he was a strong guy. He was. He, he didn't have the best takedown defense, but I think that the the length that Silva would have over GSP would would cause issues for George to get in uh, into range and actually engage in the clinch or maybe shoot for a double leg takedown. I think, and 
come on, we get, we have to like go back to the prime. Like again, I think there's this sort of like recency bias where, yeah, we look at Silva now and we're like, okay, Silva's like kind of, kind of trash right now, but Silva in his prime, man, just the psychological, like, I think that's part of the reason why the fight never happened. George could have went up to 185. He could have went up to 185. He didn't want to. In a, in a recent interview, Dana White was actually asked about that fight, the Silva versus GSP fight, why it never happened. Dana quite clearly said GSP didn't want to go up to 185. He also mentioned that Silva didn't want to go up to 205 and fight John Jones. They all had the opportunity. They could have done it. The problem was is they, did, they probably didn't think that they were going to win. Or, the, or maybe even the, the money wasn't right. Maybe the money wasn't right too. Like, Especially I don't know what, what the factors were, but I do think that Silva in his prime, he had this psychological effect on everybody, right? GSP was, is well known. We talked about this, how he's sort of like, um, he t he's talked about how he's experienced fear before going into the cage. You don't think he'd have that kind of an he'd, elevated level of fear going against Anderson Silva? But the fear, prime? But, but he explained that the fear would made him perform, perform his best. So maybe that more fear would have made him do even better. Maybe. Especially like prime but GSP. Silva think in about, his prime, he was dropping everybody. Exactly. He, he would take out everybody. You're right. So maybe even he would win the first time, but then I think GSP will come back and win the second time, which is what he did against Matt Hughes and Matt Sarah. Because... Mm he experienced like a mental shift too. This first time he fought Matt Hughes, he was like looking up in the stare down. He was scared to look, he had so much respect for Matt Hughes. He couldn't look him in mm -hmm. the eye. Yeah. Second time he came back, looked him right in the eye and finished him with a head kick, head kick and, a, and, and punches. Yeah, but Matt Especially, Hughes, we're well, comparing it's, Matt it's, Hughes to it's, it's different. Silva. Absolutely. It's not even in the, his prime. It's not even the same fighter, but also GSP in his prime was a lot more aggressive in his striking too. And, sure. and, and his takedown. Sure. So especially, I think... We could uh, even say that the, the second time he fought Matt Hughes wasn't even Matt Hughes' prime, though. Arguably, arguably, yes. The second time, yeah. Like, the second time that she shouldn't have been... Like, well, actually, second time he was still good. The third time he fought Matt Hughes uh, and, mm -hmm. and won by, mm -hmm. uh, by an armbar, that definitely was Matt Hughes out of his prime. Yeah. And then he beat up Matt Sarah to avenge his second loss. Yeah. Uh, well, I'll, there you have it, though, guys. Yeah. So that's uh, our, our opening. Uh, the first time we've done Place Your Bets, we'd like to hear from you guys. Who do you think would win? Yeah. George St. Pierre or Anderson Silva in, in their, their primes. primes. So we want to, we want, yes, we still want to hear if you agree with our list of top five, maybe even your top five, you guys have the time, and who you think would win between the, the prime Silva versus prime GSP. Yeah. And now, guys, we're going to close us off with our favorite segment that we've done since day one. Um, what are you fighting for? Uh, Jackson, since I'm talking, do you want to start off with what, what are you fighting for <laughs> this month? It over to me. I do not have one prepared, but... Neither do uh, I, actually. You know what? I'm just going to go with not necessarily something that I'm fighting for. I'm just going to go with a basic principle that I... Uh, yeah, that I'm fighting for, that I like to stand for. And this would be loyalty. Loyalty is a key principle that I think that everyone should keep in mind that they should maybe live their life with. I think that forgetting forgetting people that helped you out in the past, that's a that's obviously a big no-no. Uh I think that staying true to your friends is is your friends, your family, right? Like loyalty is just a generally a good principle to live by. What do you do you have any any thoughts about like I 100% agree with you. Loyalty is absolutely huge. Um, and going to say, like, say you got famous, you know, you got to remember who was with you before yeah. you were there, right? Like, remember the people that brought you to the dance, right? 100%. Mm -hmm. 100%. I think loyalty is something that Because then you, you just start, start living in your own head and you, you start developing, like, a massive ego, just thinking, like, oh, I don't need them. 
But what kind of life is that, right? Yeah, I think you should always stick with your day ones, unless they, unless your day ones are, are dragging you down. Yes, absolutely. But loyalty yeah. is 100%. Like, don't abandon anybody just because your head's getting too big. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You got one? What are yeah, you fighting for yeah, this week? Yeah, I got one. Honestly, it's kind, of, it's, kind of a, it's kind of a different reason. It's something I heard over this weekend that I, it came up. Um, I'm going to fight for just having a decent time this month of November. Okay. Just because I, I realized, like, from what others said there's actually no long weekends or no like holidays or events coming up november like obviously no events because of covid but like in general like remembrance so day is coming up yeah is that really a holiday though no. like it's not nothing to celebrate yeah my mom's birthday oh well happy birthday happy birthday maureen 100 percent um but yeah like the everyone i think everyone i talked to like after halloween what do they what do they do they wait for christmas mm-hmm. and there's a whole like two months away yeah so i feel like if you can find something that could make your november enjoyable without sure. having without having a holiday or a long weekend as like the base for it i think that's a great way to keep your mental uh well-being up, yeah. especially yeah. as it gets guess what it gets colder it gets dark earlier it just yeah, happened now daylight savings time just happened so if you can find a way to keep yourself in a positive attitude um without looking forward to christmas mm-hmm. i think that's something to fight for yeah, absolutely. That was a. I think I think we had some good ones. Some last some, minute. Uh, what what were you what some, were you fighting for? Some last minute uh, things to fight for for sure. <laughs> yeah. Normally we come up with these like uh, like a hour or so or a day in advance. They were just like, oh shit, I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> so honestly, for impromptu crap, not bad. That was pretty good. That was pretty good. Anyways, guys, that's been uh, it's been a, quite a slice uh, today. We had a it was a little bit of a longer podcast today, but I hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, if you have any any thoughts about those things that we talked about, right? Like the top five greatest UFC fighters of all time, let us know. Mm-hmm. Let us know as well. Place your bets, guys. Place your bets. Anderson Silva, yeah. GSP, and their prime. Because we want to bring this up in a, in a future podcast, like mm-hmm. what the votes were, right? So if no one votes, it'd be really awkward and upsetting yeah. if we have no votes or comments. So... So, or else we'll just, we'll just make, we'll just basically have to make it up and that'll be just depressing. Yeah. And if you, if you have any ideas of what you'd like us to talk about in the future, any ideas for future, maybe challenges or questions you'd like us to cover, feel free to leave a comment, shoot us a DM at two friends fighting. And, uh, I think that's uh, just about it. Hey eh, Robbie, yeah. just don't forget to uh, like the video comment, subscribe. We are also on Spotify. So if listening on Spotify, please give the, the podcast a follow, um, download the episode. They really help out guys. The likes yeah, and yeah. subscribes definitely help out. And the downloads on the episodes on Spotify as well sure. definitely goes to show. So yeah. please guys, if you don't mind doing that, listen to us in the car, in your car, right to work or we're doing this home. for you guys. Yeah, absolutely guys. Thank you again. I think that's it for me today. Um, mm-hmm. You can find us on Instagram at Two Friends Fighting with the number two. Uh, I'm at Robbie Moss Fitness and Jackson's at Jackson Corey. At this point, so you can probably the links will be out, in the video. Yeah, you can figure out how to spell it at this point. Uh, mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, guys. Jackson, you have anything else to say? That's it. Hasta la vista, everybody. This is Two Friends Fighting. Thanks, guys. Have a good day.